Amongst many other things, our guest today is well known for providing video professionals with an inexpensive and extremely compact tool set covering both hardware and professional software solutions for editing, visual effects and graphics. Yeah, and with a new product just released, we're delighted to welcome back Bryce Button from AJA. Welcome to the show, Bryce. So I believe Thank we're talking I believe we're talking Thunderbolt today. We are. So we've got a brand new Thunderbolt 3 product that we've just announced. It's called the TTAP Pro. Uh, it's available in shipping. It's around 795 US MSRP, so it's very affordable. And it's been designed, uh, obviously, to be compatible with the latest Thunderbolt standards, but more importantly, be a really quiet, compact device. There's no fan going on. And it's designed as a monitor and output solution. So they give 12G SDI, and HDMI 2, and they feed out at the same time. Uh, and this gives you great compatibility from SD all the way up to 4K. You know, it's true cinema 4K, including Ultra HD. And it's capable of pretty heavy workflows. If you're doing uh, video effects, color grading, it will actually support 12-bit RGB. Uh, the audio controls are pretty uh, powerful as well in the sense of having 16 channels embedded audio over the SD or eight over the HDMI. And we designed it so that on the front, you actually have a um, audio rotary control knob, which can control either the headphones that you might be listening to. Also, that port can always feed to a mixer as well. Um, and the ability through our latest desktop software that we announced at the same time to mix your audio if you choose. So for instance, you might be editing and you wanna take a look at a particular audio track piece of music and sort of, you know, audition it and play that alongside your timeline mm. so you can mix the two audios. Um, so this product is going to help a lot of people. So you, obviously for editors, uh, having a quiet box at home is kind of nice if you're working remotely. Um, the ability to work with yeah. color grading products. And uh, in fact, uh, we've also got a new SDK kit. And for those not familiar, that basically means partners of ours can integrate this into their workflows. So um, folks like Colorfront, um, Drastic, for instance, you're gonna be able to do QC work at a very high standard. Uh, you could be taking something off a remote stream or from Transcoder, and you can connect this to your, either your professional SDI monitors or your you know higher end uh, HDMI displays, which a lot of folks are working with, of course, as they work remote. Um, and I think on the HDR front, the combination of this product with our new desktop software is really powerful for HDR. It's going to make your life really simple. We've basically put in uh, auto HDR playback. And what that means is you'll be able to see uh, the HDR automatically through what's called VPID. So that's a video payload that goes over the SDI signal to your SDI monitors. Uh, and the same thing with the control panel software that comes with it. You can set it to auto and it'll automatically trigger the correct HDR settings. So we're trying to simplify, make pe people's lives a lot easier uh, in a nice, really compact box. So how have you got the, the, the TTAP Pro? Is it being supported by third parties as well in, in a big way? Have you got any, any more information on third party support? So yes, um, you know, it's obviously just come out. We've had it with uh, a range of partners yeah. um, at an announcement earlier this week. Uh, Colorfront, you know, basically is announcing their support with four 
four pieces of their software. Uh, Transport Code is going to be one of the most popular one, but also Onset Dailies. Uh, and it's important to understand that we were thinking very much of the production community here as well as post, because uh, they need to be on set. Uh, they don't want a box that's sitting there humming while someone's you know, <laughs> recording their uh, dialogue, etc. Yeah. So it's nice and quiet. And then with um, Drastic, it's two pieces of software that they announced with support already. So Flow uh, Caster, which is you know, taking a stream from the cloud, you're receiving it, playing it out, uh, working from home, or maybe you're in a facility room by yourself, and then plugging that into a display, uh, as well as their video QC tools, which is great, of course, for basically checking that, you know, the quality of your video, regardless of where that's coming from. And there are many other third parties that are currently working with the SDK to integrate it into their uh, workflows as well. So you've got a, um, a massive software update as well, a desktop v16, uh, HDR upgrades, mm -hmm. IP enhancements, 4K close captioning, close captioning, and even 8K support. Can you tell us a little bit yeah. more about that and the crucial thing, the cost as well? Yeah, so the great thing about our desktop software is we don't charge for it. And what you're getting is you're getting a package of drivers. Okay. You get uh, AJA control room, uh, which is basically free software that can be utilized to capture, which is useful if you're working with Final Cut Pro, for instance, capture, and then you've got the files available for Final Cut Pro. Um, but you can also play out, so you can take files that you've already recorded, um, play them out. So in terms of the features here, it's a pretty dense stack. Um, for 4K, we basically have enabled closed captioning, which is extremely useful as more and more uh, productions are being required to deliver with closed captioning, whether that's TV today or even streaming, you know, outfits like Netflix, et cetera, want these things. Um, you also have the HDR over SDI, you know, which is a relatively new thing. And that's, again, to make folks' lives easier. The AK support uh, has really been upgraded. We worked very closely there with Avid and with Apple uh, for Final Cut Pro. And of course, what's going on is, although there's not a ton of AK in the world uh, at the moment, the use of AK is growing fast. And there's two things there. There's the Olympics in a few months, but there's also the fact that for production under these remote circumstances, uh, a lot of folks are basically using high-end AV equipment on the display side, and we call this virtual production. Yeah. In other words, your actors, instead of having to just be against a green screen, they might be acting against an entire LED wall. And so having 8K there is extremely helpful. Uh, and then the whole thing is captured in camera, um, making everyone's lives a lot easier, a lot quicker, giving actors things to respond to. Um, so that's a pretty big deal. We've also upped the IP workflows. So it now supports NMOS 1.3 and LLDP for our security as well. So if you're working with our Kona IPs, our IIO IP, which is another Thunderbolt 3 device, um, just continuing to smooth out that uh, IP workflow as folks move deeper and deeper into Simti workflows, etc. cetera. Um, and I, th I think in terms of some of the other features, We've talked about the 4K closed captioning, um, but a lot of stuff is 
much more quickly automated. So things like a kind of five card, which supports 8K. In the past, if you were moving between HD 4K and 8K, you sort of have to reboot the machine, load up a new bit file for the settings, and that takes a bit of time. Now you don't have to reboot. So, you know, it's called dynamic um, loading of the bit file. So you can actually keep your computer up, keep going, jump from project to project. Uh, again, a lot of integration there with Adobe that we've been doing. Um, so it's a nice fat piece of software in the sense of supporting all our IO products. And it's basically someone, something that everyone. So you've mentioned, you said this is quite new, the HDR over SDI. Um, mm -hmm. I kind of want to ask, how is that working? How have you got HDR over SDI working? How, how's it working? So there's a couple of things going on. Um, it's also allowing, uh, it's what we call VPID, which is um, loading basically a video identifier, which means metadata. And so that metadata, HDR metadata, can now travel along the SDI stream, um, connect to the monitor, and basically tell it, hey, you got to do this, which is a lot easier than running through some of these remotes and potentially with a menu system that might not even be in your home language. Um, simplifying all of that. And coming back the other way when you capture, which is great too, is let's say you've now been given some material that's been played back to you that you're capturing that has HDR settings or transforms. Uh, we're going to recognize that metadata for you if you choose auto in the control panel. And we'll actually embed that information into the .mov file. So there's no confusion about what type of HDR is going on. Was it HLG? Is it HDR10, et cetera? And the characteristics are there. So again, we have found that a lot of people have been a little bit scared of HDR workflows. So, uh, mm. and I think a lot of that is just lack, lack of knowledge to a certain degree. Um, so the, the whole idea here is to say, hey, you're capturing this stuff. We'll make it really simple. We'll embed it in your file. When you play your file back on a timeline where you've got the color settings for HDR, you'll be looking at the correct thing. Uh, and again, of course, will play out. So just a lot of simplification is the whole point here. Yeah, absolutely. So before the interview, Bryce, I was flicking around the AJ website to do my TTAP Pro research before we chatted, and I stumbled across uh, the Remote Solutions webpage, which I think is a new addition to the site. Tell us a little bit about thinking behind that and what people can expect um, to get out of it, really, when they go online. So obviously, all of us have gone through some interesting transitions in terms of workflows, et cetera, <laughs> uh, that the pandemic has brought about, right? Um, this very interview is an example of this. Uh, and the, you know, the whole point is, we were all along that some of that trajectory prior, and so the things being put into hyperdrive, and we've been working on various articles over time, and we were looking at well, what does remote mean on a set? So, for instance, that might be some social distancing. There are insurance policies in place. You've got to keep people further apart. So maybe you can use fiber there, where an SDI cable might not be long enough. Uh, then, as you move into uh, some distancing that might require that you are feeding something to a producer or director. Well, that's where you can bring in some of our streaming technologies. Maybe it's something as simple as a helo. We're doing a single stream. 
as it gets more complicated, you've got multiple cameras, maybe you've got 4K Ultra HD, then you maybe need to move to a you know, bigger gateway device, something like our Bridge Live. So the idea was we decided to lay out on a single page called Remote, remote uh, Workflows as part of our solution pages collection. So you can sort of walk your way through from the simplest stuff you need to deal with to these more complicated workflows and show you, you know, what does that mean? If someone's on set, they got some HDR equipment, they're trying to tweak stuff off the camera, do they have to physically be there? No, uh, a lot of our devices have got web servers built in. You can dial into them remotely and you can control them. So the whole idea here is to sort of lay it out, show you your options, explain how they work, what they're about. And then as you choose to, you find the particular AJA solution that is going to work for you for your particular current need. Um, then you can sort of plug into that product and understand how it's going to work across the whole chain. So um, a lot of options there, and we just wanted to make it simpler for people to understand, how do I get on with this today? I'm feeling pressured. I'm not actually in the same room as people. I need to know what do I need to do now? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. There's a lot of content on there for sure. Yeah, it's been fun putting it together and it's taken a lot of conversations, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's why we didn't rush it out right away. We Just, wanted to understand what people were struggling with. You know, how does it work? What's the best route to take? Yeah, cool. Just stepping back very quickly to desktop, the version 16, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, I'm guessing in, top of my, in, in my head that this is for uh, all IO devices, Kona devices, TTAP, et cetera. It's just that one piece of software across yeah. all devices that are it's going to be. precisely um, it. A number of years ago, we decided to, instead of put out software and firmware separately, device by device, knowing that a lot of our uh, users would actually perhaps jump devices. You know, they might be working yeah. on uh, heavy desktop machine at the office, then going home, working with something simpler through Thunderbolt. Uh, so it's a unified package. And included in that package are uh, basically plugins so that if you step into Premiere, then you already have the plugins within the software. If you are, uh, as a fair amount of editor friends of mine have to do, depending on certain projects, they move from software to software. Uh, then maybe you get onto Media Composer, an episodic thing going on. So you just install once. And then if the particular piece of hardware you have needs a firmware upgrade in the AJ control panel, we'll show you that. And you simply load it up, but it's all part of that original package so that you, you, know, you can be current with your particular piece of hardware. Um, but, you know, there's support there for vMix, for streaming. Um, it really is a very robust package. And when we mm. updated our SDKs that underlie all this, you know, a few years ago, a lot of work was done over a number of years to make sure that all of this worked very smoothly. And I think we have one of the best software packages in the market when it comes to supporting all our IO devices. So that's Kona, um, IO, of course, with mean, Thunderbolt and then the TTAPs, et yeah. cetera. Yeah. Thank you, Bryce. Really good to speak with you again. It's always interesting news coming out of AJA, and of course, we're always looking <laughs> forward to more things coming out soon, I'm sure. Thanks for watching. Oh, yeah, I'm not static. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for watching, it's and of course, thanks for, 
for Media Proxy for their support of Kit Plus TV. You can check them out at mediaproxy.com. Uh, we'll see you next time.